You doing? How you feeling? I'm your host, Tony Miller, and welcome to Labor Pains. After 15 years in hotels, I was fired for helping a group of hotel workers organize. I started out as an overnight front desk clerk and worked my way up to the executive committee of the largest hotel ownership group in Virginia with a lot of fun stops along the way, including at Hilton Corporate. I know the difference between good owners and bad owners, and at Labor Pains, we think you deserve to know the truth about both of them. We hope you enjoy the show. Today, we chat with Kim Vargas, a 15-year member of the Teamsters International and director of their LGBTQ Plus Caucus. Kim talks about how the union helped move her from $20 an hour to $30 an hour to $60 an hour, plus full benefits. She shares her experiences about how the union protected her during layoffs and continues to fight for her today. My favorite part of our chat, and maybe yours too, was hearing Kim talk about Rocco, a Teamster leader who has helped her out a ton of times. I thought he was just a dude at her local union in Connecticut. But no, Rocco is also an executive leader at the Teamsters, and he literally fights every day for workers like Kim. And that's what being in a union is all about. I hope you enjoy our chat with Kim Vargas. Kim, um, you know, thank you for coming on uh, and chatting with me on Labor Pains. Can you remind me again, Kim, uh, where you're located, what part of the Teamsters you're with, and what you do with them? Okay, so I'm located in Stratford, Connecticut. Um, my local caucus is 1150. Um, I have a Pride Caucus. I'm the president of the, the Pride Caucus at Teamsters 1150. And I just recently got elected into the Northeast uh, director position for the LGBTQ Teamsters International. Unions were, and they were like, oh, you want to join the union? And I was like, what, what's a union? <laughs> so this was like i don't know 15 16 years ago oh really oh yeah. so you've, you've been active in in labor for, in a union for 15 years yeah oh so my God. um so they asked me they asked me i was like 2009 i think early 2009 uh they asked me to join and i was um i was in that atmosphere where you know laborers were they didn't exist. It was a, it's a right to work state. Mm-hmm. Um, unions didn't exist. And when I found out, I, I didn't even plan on keeping that job for more than three months because when you don't have a union, that's kind of what you do. You jump around in aviation, right? You jump around, I think, every industry that doesn't have a good um, yeah. organized you know, labor force, right? Yeah, uh, definitely. You're, I mean, you're, you're so right. Like one of the one worker... Um, that I talked to previously, you know, they were telling me how they've bounced around to like five different uh, hotel jobs, maybe in three years. And maybe the most they got, you know, they did it to make 25 cents more here, 50 cents more yeah. there. And That's it was how it horrible. Works. It's horrible, right? And, and some of the jumps were pretty big in aviation. Like at first, um, I think from my first job to my second job, it was like a $5 jump. And back then, that was quite a bit of money. And I think the second job, uh, that I went to from the second to the third job, I think it was like a $10 an hour job. So I was like, all right, like maybe this union thing is pretty cool. Like, and I started uh, learning about how I could get raises because that's what you do, right? You're like, oh, how do I get, how do I get more money out of this? Yeah. Yeah. And, and so, 
and I ended up I ended up jumping from like I, I think I started at like $23 an hour back then. Um within like three years I, I was at over $30 an hour. Wow. And today our contract that we just negotiated, um, I'm making like $60 an hour right now. Ran into some issues. So, you know, I've got to, I got to know my stories and I got to know the grievance process. And so, so step back because, you know, you just dropped some words there that I don't think some non-union people would know. Like, so what's a steward? What What's a grievance process? Like, what the hell are you talking about? Okay, so your, your steward is the, the person, it's like your lawyer, right? He's the guy that's going to represent you. And that's a union person, right? Yes. So you're saying to me that when you're in a union, you've got something called a, a shop steward, right? Correct. Okay, and what is that? So they're like your, what do they do for you? They 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 represent you. So they represent you. Uh, and when you have to be in front of management or there's disciplinary action or there's a change in your working conditions, your story is going to be there, the person that's representing you um, and walking you through that process so that you don't end up in trouble. You don't end up getting fired or hopefully you don't end up getting fired, uh, depending on the situation. Right. Um, but. So, so they're there for you. They're there to guide you and uh, also educate you on the contract. And they're, like the stores that I had were always like amazing. Like, so, like, let me ask you this, Kim. If if somebody was like, hey, you know, this union thing, I don't know if it's for me. Think back to what it was like 15 years ago for you. You just ju you jumped into this new union kind of world. What were some of the takeaways for you where you began to think, hey? Like, maybe this is a pretty good thing. Like, what was that like for you? Oh, when I started getting promotions and raises for, like, no reason, I was like, oh, that's this is great. Like, what? I, I don't even know. Like, I didn't even ask for this promotion. I didn't even ask for this raise. And, and now I'm getting a raise. And then, like, every 15 weeks, you're seeing a raise in your paycheck where when you're not in the union, you're, you're having to fight for, like, 25 cents or 10 cents. And, you know, in the contract that we have, we have an awesome contract uh, at eleven fifty. Um, they just give it to you. They're just giving you money, and it's and they're giving you bonuses. I think like the the first year I was there, I ended up getting like a fifteen hundred dollar bonus, and I was there for like maybe six months. So. And your company's not going broke, by the way, right? Like they're still in business, yeah. Oh yeah. So they, oh yeah, they have they have plenty of money. <laughs> so you're saying to me that they can afford to pay you and the rest of the union members. They can give you raises consistently. They can help you advance in your career and help you with promotions. And they're still in business. They didn't go belly up and broke. No, and they're still in business. They didn't go broke. As you mentioned earlier, and, and maybe we can kind of talk about this. Is you you know you got a good point where you're like before a union job, you job hopped around. Is that right? Oh yeah. So, like, can you talk about the difference? And I know you've been doing this for 15 years now, so you probably forget about those shitty days of job hopping for a dime. But can you, you know, can you talk me about what it was like to join a union and having to stop job hopping around? Oh, it was great because I had security. I didn't have to worry about, you know, finding my next job. But I, I was able to, like, settle down and buy a house without having to wear a navy. So I didn't have to worry about that. I, and I, I did. You were able to buy a house. Like you, you own a house. 
Yeah. You don't rent? No. Holy shit. Like, that's great, right? Like, it's awesome. Everybody I know in hotel, you know, they're not in union. We rent. I rent. I mean, all of us rent, right? The only only guy that can afford to own is the boner, right? Like, are you crazy? And Rocco Kehoe is amazing. He's just, he, he's our heart and soul. So, yeah. And, and who is Rocco? What does he do for um, your local? He's a uh, secretary treasurer of the local. Oh, cool. But he, um, he's our boss, right? Yeah. He's, he's our main guy. And uh, he's also on uh, Teamsters International. Oh, great. Where he's a vice president of the Eastern. Oh, cool. Yeah, so. And, fighting hard for y'all. That's yeah, and, and, and he's up there with, with Sean fighting uh, for UPS and, and Amazon. We just had an extended uh, strike we did in uh, North Haven. Uh, I think it was North West Haven. I think it was West Haven. Can, can we talk about that for a second too? You mentioned how you know a lot of folks don't understand that when you are with like the Teamsters, for example, it's not just that you're one workplace, and it's not just maybe you know just Sikorsky or just um, Aerospace, right? It's other things like you mentioned Amazon and UPS. So, like, can you talk to me about like solidarity and kind of what it means to be together with like the UPS drivers and, and Amazon workers, things like that? What does that mean to you? What does it mean to me? Uh, I would say in the spirit of, of solidarity and justice, we stand united as Teamsters. One of the things I hear you say, Kim, and, and I love about talking to you is you're really proud of being a Teamster. You're a Teamster first. You know, I, I, I think that that sort of happens after 15 good years of, of being with them. But what would you say if you were, you know, if you were talking with a group of people right now, maybe some people like my friends in hotels, they don't really know a lot about unions. And, and when anybody talks about it, the bosses come in real hard and they're like, unions are evil. They're going to steal your money. Um, we'd rather just fix oh, the, companies, the, you know. the companies are going to lie to you. The companies will lie to you 100 million percent. They're going to lie to you about unions. The biggest lies that they say is like, you're going to end up making less money because the unions are going to take all your money. You know, I've heard yeah, They told them that. They told them yeah. that. Can you, can you tell them how much bullshit that is? Oh, it's total bullshit. Like, complete total bullshit. Like, you're not, like, the union is never going to take more money than what they're going to give you, you know? Duh, yeah. right? Really? In, so you're yeah. saying to me that maybe the same job, like similar work, similar title. More, more work. Oh, okay. So you're saying somebody at the non-union, it, facility they're doing the same job maybe the maybe the same title but they have to work more and they're paid less yeah or or they'll need a bigger title like for example you wouldn't have to do that in the union job and you're making more than double what the non-union member was making that's awesome yeah, for the same company for the same same job Right. That's awesome. And that's such strong pay. I mean, you were saying earlier the strong pay. You, you know, the 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 folks that I'm 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 trying to connect with. You know, these are people. A lot of them, a lot of them housekeepers. A lot of them ladies. And you know, they're working. They're in. I don't know about you, but if you ever tried to clean 15 hotel rooms in a day, Kim, it's very hard. It's very. Oh, hard. I don't want. I don't want to try. <laughs> you know, and, and they're doing that, and they're making like $13 an hour if they're lucky, right? Like yeah. that's crazy. And I don't know. I, I feel like they deserve a labor. I feel like they deserve a union. I feel like they deserve teamsters. Oh, definitely. I mean, they need unions more than, than anybody because it's these folks that are just, you know, they're not even close to getting the wages they deserve, right? Like, 
you know, if they've got a kid or something or two kids at home, um, how are they going to, how can you live, do yeah, that? How do you, you have to work like three jobs. Yeah. Like 13, 14 hours an hour. They don't even get 40 hours of, of, um, work a week. And you know, you're trying to live on $30,000 a year. Like you can't do that. That's crazy. Right. Yeah, it is crazy. And I think that, you know, one of, I mean, that's why I got into a position of leadership is because do you feel like um you know a lot of the workers i would say in, in the hospitality sector uh a good i mean more than half are women do you feel like unions do a good job of, of maybe helping you know women's rights and thinking about that piece of it as well yes 100 percent. so like say i'm having an issue coming to work well i could take my son for free uh, at least three times in case of emergency um, to this and they're vetted and everything they're, so they're and like the union helped like, you get that and the union helped us get that and when it got brought up in the steering committee both uh, Rocco and the vice president said you know what we need to put this into into the contract so having steering committees and, and writing language like that and into the into the contract where you're allowed to have a steering committee, which Rocco did is amazing. So like, that's one I of the best I want to talk to Rocco. How do I, how do we yeah. get him on here? He sounds like the man. You want to talk to Rocco? I should get Rocco on. Like, I think, yeah, I'm going to send this to you when it's done and the one with Chris too, yeah. and be like, hey Rocco, like, I hear you're fucking busting balls for the, for the union members. Oh, he is, he's the man, like, right? <laughs> he is, he's the man. I mean, he's like, he's helped me out so much. like. He, he really like I wouldn't be able to 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 do what I do without him. You know, I wouldn't have been in this position without Rock. And and I look up to him uh, 100 million percent. I I love that. It's because I mean I've heard you mention him so many times, and it's like you know in the private sector world, like there's not usually people that get to fight for you like that, right? Like I always tried as a boss to like do right by employees. I really did, and I'd get in trouble for it sometimes. But like. I could only do so much, right? And like, that's one of the reasons I want to do what I'm doing now because it sounds to me from your experience, like once you're in a union and you've got some some real serious players like Araco kind of fighting for you, like they're, they're heavy hitters, right? Like they can get things oh, yeah. done for you. I mean, Sean O'Brien definitely stands behind us also. And let's be on the board. So there's, right now we have support. Well, if you were a worker, and you're in Richmond, Virginia right now, or, you know, and I, I might be coming trying to talk to you and you're kind of scared and you're like, nah, I don't want to hear any of this union shit. Like I could get in trouble for this. I, I don't want it. It's not worth my time. What would you, Kim, say to them? Because I'm going to try to make sure they listen to this. I don't know how, but like, what would you say to them right now? If I was a worker and I was scared and I, I mean, you, I would say that you have to put, you have to be the first one to put your foot forward because it's not, it's bigger than you, right? It's not just about one person. It's bigger than you. Mm. And even when nobody's looking, you have to do the right thing. And I know that that's loaded and you have family and you have responsibilities, but you know, our, our freedom uh, the fact that we can have unions, somebody had to do that. And why not you? Why wouldn't you want to be that person? We hope you enjoyed the show today. And remember, 
you have far more power than you think you do. When I was a junior in college, I had the opportunity to visit a sister college of ours, home of the best business school in the world, according to many folks who definitely do not labor. In fact, both the cowardly CEO who fired me for helping workers organize and your favorite president of all time, you know, the dude with the hair like mine, both went there. A guest speaker, an executive at one of the most powerful investment banks in all of New York City, taught us something that I would never forget about solidarity. You see, this is you, and this is the boss. Hmm. This is your friend versus the boss. Done. But when you stand together, you are unbreakable and unstoppable. Your time is now. And if you need help getting organized or want to share your story about labor, go to labor.gay and click on connect with us. We will get back to you ASAP and we can help you get organized to build the future you deserve. Thank you again for watching Labor Pains. I'm Tony Miller, wishing you love and solidarity.